Hello, and welcome to Prophecy Girls, a Buffy rewatch podcast. I'm Kara Babcock, pronouns she, her. And I'm Stephanie Chow, pronouns she, her. Join us each week as we break down every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning. This is a spoiler-free podcast. Whether you're watching for the first time or longtime fans like us, we'll be analyzing every episode, character, and storyline like it's our first time, too. During this rewatch, we'll reminisce about our memories of Buffy, discuss the show's cultural impact, and provide honest commentary on the show from a 21st century lens. Thanks for listening. Now, on to the episode. Angel, Season 1, Episodes 18 and 19, 5 by 5 and Sanctuary. Ooh, we're back. We're back with my ex-boyfriend, Angel. So just like we did earlier this season for I Will Remember You, we are following Buffy where Buffy goes. And in this crossover, she follows Faith to LA. So what Cara and I have decided to do is, yes, we are following Buffy to LA, but we also thought it was necessary to follow Faith to LA before Buffy gets there so that there's just context as to why she's there for everybody. But also we want to see Faith and what she's up to. And 5 by 5 episode 18 of Angel Season 1, is one of the best episodes of the series. So of course we wanted to dive into it. That being said, uh, because we don't want this episode to be super, super long, we decided we're going to do a quick recap of 5 by 5 We're just going to hit the high notes when it comes to Faith, uh, Faith and Angel, those kinds of scenes. So we're not going to go scene by scene through that episode. We're going to do 5 by 5 run through it, and then we're going to hit Sanctuary because that's where it really takes off. Yes. And do we think that we need to do a little like reminder of what's going on in LA? Like what Angel's been up to? I have not been rewatching season one of Angel, but w- hey, Doyle's not here. Doyle, I believe, died. <gasps> he did. Which is a shame because he was so cute. Uh, but Wesley's here. And Wesley looks like Doyle, who looks like Angel. So it's all good. <laughs> so just more we, we're handsome still... white men. We're still filling our quota of pasty white guys, yes. Yes, we we will never run dry (laughs) of of our thirst for them. However, uh, yeah, Wesley's here and he is changing. He's different from the last time we saw him, which was in Graduation Day Part 2. He was being wheeled away (laughs) in an ambulance. Clearly, Wesley's been doing some growing up whilst working next to uh, our hero angel yeah so basically wesley rolled into town a few episodes ago in angel uh just after doyle's death and wesley styles himself a rogue demon hunter <laughs> what's a rogue demon <laughs> but uh he basically falls in with angel investigations and doesn't leave because he doesn't want to be by himself and he's comfy right cordelia's there he knows cordelia he knows angel For me, one of the joys of watching both of these episodes, even though, like you, I haven't been rewatching season one of Angel right now, I can just kind of slip back into the dynamic here. And the fact that all three of these characters know Faith and know who she is because all three of them were present for the events of season three of Buffy, it felt so good. It was was just so nice to watch the three of them discuss 
the rogue slayer who's come to town and the fact that it's like yeah you all know what's the, what the score is mm-hmm. yep and just wesley in general in this series is a delight watching his growth watching his journey so glad to see him here let's get started we got a lot to cover so once again for five by five we're just kind of gonna slip through <laughs> the, the parts that don't matter as much just summarize it basically and then we'll get to the more important scenes so what we need to know for this episode is faith arrives in la she immediately beats up the first guy that hits on her uh she takes his money and his keys to his apartment and we also see faith dancing it up at a club where she starts uh, a bar fight but she's dancing through the chaos because faith is just she has nothing to live for and, and she has no direction and no purpose right she's Kind of a fugitive, but she doesn't seem too concerned about it. No, no. She's just wild and chaotic, and you're right, very lost. This episode also dives into Angel's past, and Darla brings him the Romani uh, girl that he ends up feeding off of, and then, of course, he gets cursed with a soul. So it takes us through that journey of Darla being disgusted by Angel having a soul, kicking him out. He's on the streets. Uh, he attacks a woman, but ends up he but turns out he can't bite her because he just he, he just can't bring himself to do it. Um, so we we see this struggle that Angel went through when he first regained his soul, yeah. And that parallel is important for the next episode because, Angel's whole motivation for saving Faith is that he see he sees some of himself in her, right? It's like this tortured killer um, confronted with the guilt of what she's done. Um, and he knows what that's like. And I, I'll have something to say about that once we get to the end of our, our recap of 5 by 5 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was actually, when I was watching all these flashbacks, I was like, what's the point? And then it wasn't until the end of this episode where I was like, ah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, there's lawyers. <laughs> Like, I feel like we're doing a really poor job of summarizing <laughs> right now, but we're just trying to get to the good parts. There are evil lawyers. I know that's probably redundant, but yes, the, the big bad of Angel is evil lawyers. And, and then his main nemesis is Lindsay, who I will say is quite handsome. And I've never thought this before in my past, maybe because he was an evil lawyer. But um, I don't know. I'm into Lindsay now. What can I say? I think he's hot. I just think that he... I don't know if, if, if it's this episode or the whole season. I don't remember. His suits don't fit right in this episode. They look large. <laughs> yeah. it's. I don't know. Was that just an early 2000s thing? Yeah. It's just, it yeah, yeah. Like he's wearing oversized shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the big the big suits were, I think, were a look at the time. Um, thank God, oh. no longer. It's not just <laughs> Lindsay, though. Lila is also a lawyer that we need to keep our eyes on if we ever watch this series. Yeah, but she actually dresses properly. She looks amazing, too. Uh, so so these lawyers hate Angel. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> when they find out that a rogue slayer, Faith, is in town, they bring her in. Um, they find her at the club, and they bring her to their office, and they say, hey, if you kill Angel, we'll give you monies. Well, really what they say, right, is they're like, we want you to kill Angel, and she's like, I'll do it. Like, no hesitation. She interrupts them. She's like, yeah, no problem. And then um, another lawyer who's honestly, whose name I forget because he's so insignificant. I never wrote it down yet. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, but he challenges Faith. Uh, and he's like, well, don't you want to know more about Angel? And Faith's like, uh, no, I want to know how much you're going to pay me. Although we learn later in the episode that she's only getting $15,000. Faith. 
my girl, you need to have more like self-worth. I would have gone for at least a hundred grand. I love that part later because the yeah, angel asks, right? And she's like 15,000. He's just like, God, <laughs> is that what I'm fucking worth? You know? But she's like, I'm working my way up, right? So so I think also uh, one thing I wanted to note is when Lila goes to get Faith at the club, she's walking out of the club with Faith. And uh, what, what's it, what it's implying to me is that it's like sex work, right? Like Faith is going to do sex work to get money, but really she's going to mug her. But I think like their conversation before she says she knows who Faith is implies that that's what was going on. And I was like, that's really dark. Yes, I agree. Yeah, really dark. So so yeah, that aside, um, Faith is more than eager to go after Angel. And I think we should definitely need to think about that and talk about that in a little bit. In the meantime, Cordelia, our lovely, sweet wonderful Cordelia. She is trying to get Angel and Wesley to meet with potential clients because these clients are going through a divorce (laughs) and she wants Angel to take on the case. I don't know what Angel has to do in this particular case. Hopefully not beat up the guy's ex. I don't know. But she's she's convinced them to go on this lunch date to meet the clients. Just say, because this is my least favorite part of these two episodes, is we don't get that much Cordy in these episodes, especially the next one. And any time we go to Angel, and this is probably the most compelling argument, listeners take note, for trying to convince me that we should recap Angel once we finish Buffy, because I miss Cordelia, and Cordelia is so good on Angel. So the fact that we don't get her a lot in these episodes, I'm salty about that. But in this episode here, she's doing her business, right? Like, Angel and Wesley are off help and helpless cordelia is keeping this small business afloat she talks about maybe applying for a small business loan right like this is the girl who in high school she was just that popular girl but we we all kind of thought of her as a ditz at least at first right she's got a brain on her and she's the one keeping this business going so props to cordy for being a serious business bitch while all the men go off and fight it, it's so true. Like Angel is there to save souls. Angel's doing what he needs to do to be redeemed. Cordelia is there to make sure he succeeds, not only in saving souls, but in wealth. <laughs> and she's going to benefit from that too. And we love her for it. So Wesley, Cordelia, and Angel are in this like busy lobby area and faith comes up behind angel and tries to shoot him with a crossbow angel catches it because the crossbow is a terrible weapon and i don't know why all of these people keep trying to make it a thing stop making crossbows a thing but here's the thing last time faith shot angel with a crossbow it went right through him (laughs) remember in graduation day part one um so he's learned He's learned now he's always on the, he's always listening for crossbows. Do you think he practices? Absolutely. Yes. I think he practices. I think he spends um, at least a couple of nights a week catching arrows and it, and it really paid off for him. So he catches it. Faith says, wow, that was so cool. This is going to be fun. And she runs away. So, oh God, oh God, Faith is after Angel. Cut to Angel's office. Angel's on the phone with Giles. He hangs up and he tells the others that uh, Faith left Sunnydale about a week ago and her mental state is borderline psychotic. And Kara, like, what is the timeline here? Because if this is indeed one week, that means in Sunnydale, Superstar and where the wild things are, those things have happened in one week. That's a lot. 
That's a lot of stuff. I know. So I'm just, I don't understand these timelines. And also, I guess, New Moon Rising. Because if Buffy comes back, let's say, tomorrow, if Buffy comes to LA the next day or two days from now, just three episodes of Buffy happened in a very short period of time. Right. But maybe she's in LA for a couple of days. Like, I think a couple of days go by for the lawyers to find her. No, because Giles, Giles is saying she left a week ago. He's not saying, oh, she left two weeks ago. She's probably been in L.A. for right. a week. So I've just said, hey, timeline's off. You know me and timing in this show. I can't help but be confused by it. <laughs> this is Halloween all over again. <laughs> Everything comes back to Halloween. <laughs> so Wesley is upset that Giles didn't tell Wesley because he used to be Faith's watcher. Remember, remember, everyone. Wesley was Faith's watcher. He failed miserably at it. <laughs> and I was like, Giles doesn't know where you are, Wesley. Like, why would Giles think to call you ever you know um angel says that giles didn't know she'd be coming after me and giles is just worried about buffy and uh angel says like okay you guys help me track faith down check police reports beatings killings near bus stations and bars and then make yourself scarce because i don't want to give her any free targets and wesley's like you're being targeted by a psychotic i'm not going to run and hide strengthen numbers and all that and angel says he has a fight coming up and he doesn't want them to get in the way and Wesley's like, I thought we were a team. And Angel says, we're not a team. I'm your boss. You go where I tell you. And I'm telling you to lay low. (laughs) I think there's a lot of foreshadowing in this episode for eventual character developments uh, among these characters, right? So we're seeing Angel's personality here where he's a very autocratic leader. He's very much, this is how we're going to do things. And that means that sometimes... He butts heads with members of his own team. It's less of a collaborative atmosphere than the Scoobies were. Um, And by the same token, in this episode, we're really starting to see the the core of steel in Wesley that the the show goes on to explore later in the series. I'm not going to get into too many spoilers there for people who haven't seen Angel, but suffice it to say... As I was rewatching these two episodes, just kind of in isolation without watching the rest of the series, I'm like, oh, yeah, like I can really see the seeds of what's going to come. Yeah, I agree. There's there's a point in this episode where Wesley starts to show his dark side. And I don't think we've ever seen that from him before, obviously in Buffy, but in Angel since he's been on the show, which is probably like, you know, seven or six to eight episodes right now. So it's interesting to see this dynamic come out, particularly that it's brought out of him by Faith, which I find very interesting. So yeah, so Wesley says like, Angel, you're taking this personally. And Angel's like, well, she tried to shoot my own personal back. So yeah. And Wesley says, did she do something to Buffy? And Angel says, Giles just said that it was it was rough, right? So Wesley says, if you let emotion control you right now, one of you will end up dead. She's not a demon. She's a sick, sick girl. If there's a chance she could be reasoned with. And Angel, ooh, this is so good. Angel says, there was. Last year, I had a shot at saving her. I was pulling her back from the brink when some British guy kidnapped her and made damn sure that she'd never trust another living soul again. And Cordelia's like, Angel, it's not Wesley's fault that some British guy ruined your oh wait that was you <laughs> like, to Wesley and she's like okay go on <laughs> once again love and Cordelia but that's also because the show has to tell people who haven't seen Buffy that Wesley was there right and he was the British guy so little like 
very unsubtle recapping for everybody in this scene. Why I wanted to cover this particular scene, because we're not covering them all, like I said. Um, after that, Wesley says, like, no, I get it. Like, you don't have to keep going, right? Because Wesley gets it. And then we're getting that development with him where he, re I mean, we knew he regretted it when it happened back in Consequences, but he really regrets it now now that he's been helping Angel do what he does. Um, and the fact that Wesley is the one that's bringing up the fact that maybe we can help her, right? It's just like Buffy was bringing that back up in this year's girl. So Wesley's sympathetic and he also feels guilty about his hand in making Faith turn the way she has. So uh, later, Faith shows up in Angel's office and uh, Angel's like, oh, I was hoping you'd stop by. Always good to see old friends. And Faith takes out a gun. And she says, this is for you. You know I'm going to kill you slowly and inventively. And she throws it, the gun to Angel and says, I'm going to give you one chance. Angel shoots her immediately. <laughs> he, try, he aims for her legs, I think. And it's blank. So Faye says, you didn't even shoot to kill. You're going to have to up the stakes, uh, get in the game a little bit. And Angel says, well, what's the game? Boredom? Revenge? And Faye says, I'm getting paid. They hate you as, almost as much as I do. And Angel says, ever occur to you this may be more fun for me? And Faith says, what if you kill me and experience that one true moment of pleasure? Oops, I get off on that too. Go ahead, do me. Let's take that hell ride together because Faith speaks very sexually. We know this. She says, come on, Angel. I'm all yours. I'm giving you an open invitation. And then when he doesn't move, she says, you're pathetic. You and your little tortured soul. Think everything through. Well, think fa fast, lover. If you don't do me, you know I'm going to do you. So she shoots him and it's not a blank. It's an actual bullet. And she says, let the games begin. And she leaves. So my thing when I was watching this scene, so we're just, we're kind of seeing this dynamic between Faith and Angel. Um, Faith is calling this a game. And later I want to talk about why it She's calling it this game, right? Why it's so important for her, for Angel to get in the game and get in the headspace, as she is saying. Uh, but my thing was like, why did Angel throw the gun back to her? <laughs> he should have just kept it. Well, I, I think he thought it was either empty or filled with blanks at that point, right? Yeah. And, and throwing the gun back to her shows her how little he cares about the threat it poses to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he kept it, that would have been a sign of weakness. And we know all know Angel doesn't want to show weakness in front of Faith. It's true. So uh, Faith ambushes Wesley and Cordelia at Cordelia's apartment. She knocks Cordelia out and takes Wesley. However, Wesley punches her in this scene. That's what I was talking about earlier when we see this darkness in Wesley, this like turn. Like I wasn't expecting him to hit her. I thought he would just be like, I can help you. I can help you. But then he hits her. Yeah, he's slowly learning his lesson here. I also just want to point out, Cordelia lives with a ghost. Her apartment's haunted. Dennis! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're coming from, you know, Sunnydale with haunted dicks to haunted apartments. <laughs> and when Cordelia and Wesley are approaching her apartment door, Cordelia's trying to open the door, and Dennis the ghost keeps slamming it shut. And Cordelia thinks it's because Dennis is jealous of Wesley, that she's going to bring Wesley home like a gentleman caller. Um, so she finally gets into the apartment and then yells at the disembodied Dennis, you know, don't worry, you know, hell will freeze over or something before I sleep with Wesley, right? Like there's zero chance. And of course, Wesley and Cordelia had a thing back in, <laughs> in Buffy and Wesley, I, I think takes a little bit of umbrage to this, but I liked, I liked that. I liked that we find out, of course, that the reason Dennis wasn't letting Cordelia in 
is he was trying to keep her safe. And I think that's really endearing. Yeah, we love Dennis. Uh, so so this is terrible. Faith tortures Wesley. She brings him to the apartment that she's squatting in. And uh, Wesley's looking pretty ragged. And Faith is losing it. Like, Faith is actually really unhinged in this in this scene. Uh, we can really see how far she's gone in terms... Like, they keep calling her psychotic. That's something that, like, Joyce called her that. Wesley's called her that. Giles has called her that. So... Do I think that she's actually psychotic? I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I don't feel I don't feel confident to say that. But I do see her unbalanced yeah. uh, personality in this scene with with Wesley. Neither of us can diagnose Faith, right? Mm-hmm. And I agree with you on that. But I will say I think our society often labels behavior, antisocial behavior, as psychotic when it isn't, because it's much easier to blame a person for acting out than to critically evaluate how our society has failed that person. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the the point is, I see it, though. I see her behavior as very alarming, obviously. So um, at one point, Wesley calls her a piece of shit, (laughs) which is interesting. Um, But don't you think, don't you think, like, what do you think of the fact that, like, Angel tortured Giles and now Faith is torturing Wesley. Do you think that was that was a purposeful connection and parallel that the writers were doing? Well, later in this torture scene, right, she talks to Wesley about fate and what would have happened if Wesley had been Buffy's watcher and Giles had been Faith's watcher. Would Faith be torturing Giles right now? And that's the moment I thought about Angel torturing Giles. However, I think it's important to remember, right, that Angel tortured Giles because he needed information. Angelus wanted information about how to uh, open a Cathla and suck the, the world into hell. That, it was a very utilitarian thing. Did he enjoy it? Yes, of course. He's Angelus. He's totally evil. He loves torture. Faith, on the other hand, doesn't need to torture Wesley. I mean, it would be sufficient just to kidnap him and then write a note in crayon or, you know, cut out individual letters from a magazine and paste them onto a piece of paper and send them to Angel. I have (laughs) your Wesley. Like, that would be sufficient. Angel would come. Angel is coming for Faith regardless. She is doing this purely out of sadistic pleasure, purely as some form of revenge against Wesley, right? So even though I agree with you, the parallels are definitely there the motivations are quite different. That's interesting. I have a different view on that, which I'll bring up in a little bit, but I, okay. I like that mm-hmm. take. That's a good take. So yeah, so she tortures him with what appears to be like her fists, and then she tortures him with glass. Oh my gosh, like terrible. Well, she talks about the five different schools of torture, right? She says we've had blunt, but there's also hot, cold, sharp, and... Loud. Loud. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I like it. I like that Faith has a theory of torture at least, you know? <laughs> if you had to choose one, my thing was like, what's cold? Like, I have no imagination. So I'm like, what would cold be? Well, like ice and stuff. What? Okay. I, I would choose cold. I'd be like, cold? Next, we should do cold. <laughs> cold can burn. I would choose none of them. I don't want to be tortured. What's wrong with you? Well, like, hey, if the option's there and you have, you have no choice, it's going to happen to you one way or another. I'm certainly not choosing hot. I'd choose cold. So Cordelia finds out where this apartment is that she's staying at. She sends Angel there. Faith 
is there's a scene where Faith is sitting on the windowsill of this apartment with the shard of glass in her hand. It's all bloody. It's like really, really terrifying. Um, but then I feel bad for her when she like she drops the shard with the blood on it to the ground below. And she just looks so alone, like so forlorn on that windowsill. And it's just so it's just so compelling how Faith is a character, Elijah Dushku's performance. She's doing something horrendous. She's doing something unforgivable right now to Wesley. But I still feel bad for her, you know? Mm-hmm. She starts threatening Wesley with uh, fire. I call it a fire starter. I don't know, a fire lighter or whatever with like a spray. <laughs> so this is this um, conversation that they're having where she's like, okay, what if Giles was my watcher and you were Buffy's? She doesn't really believe in fate or destiny. And she starts blaming Wesley for being a bad watcher. You know, he was a jerk walking around. Like he had a big steak, ran up her, his English channel. <laughs> and... Angel kicks down the doorway. Like, he doesn't just kick it open. He kicks it off the right. Just in time. They're about to get to hot. Yeah, just in... Oh, thank God. You missed Sharp. But here we are, saving me from hot. What a hero. What a fucking handsome hero. So... Oh, by the way, earlier, Angel was wearing a suit. (laughs) What a treat for Steph to venture to LA and get that. So... (laughs) Faith is holding a knife to Wesley's head, uh, neck and she says, you ready to play now? And he says, I'm ready. And he says, you think I don't know what you're after? I do. And Faith says, you, I have to kill. Wesley's just for the hell of it. And Angel says, this isn't about Wesley. It's about you and me. And Faith says, this is payback. And Angel says, for what? I thought you were happy with the way you are. By the way, you never told me how much I'm worth dusting out of curiosity. So here's where she says 15000 right? Plus expenses. And he, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, my God. So when Faith says, I'm young, willing to work my way up, Angel says, You feel young, do you, Faith? Because you're looking pretty worn out to me. And that's when Wesley falls back out of Faith's, like, holding. Enough time to give Angel a chance to kick Faith. And they start to fight as Wesley frees himself with the knife. So this fight is actually so good. I really enjoyed this fight scene. Because it's, it's Faith, like I said earlier, she's unhinged. Like, she just, she's wild in the way that she's fighting. She's attacking, she's attacking, she's go, go, go. She's throwing him around. She's using the things around her. And it appears that she's winning because really, if you look at what Angel's doing, he's not attacking her. He's not really fighting back. He's like deflecting, right? And he's like, when she comes at him, she'll, she, he might throw her over so that he, she doesn't mm-hmm. kill him. Yeah. But it's just so interesting it's to compelling. see yeah it's compa- i yeah. just it's such a good fight scene it's well, so and it good it's raining of course and i'm just like come on joss Whedon. well it, it rains when they go outside yeah so so what happens is faith says you can't take me no one can take me is what she yells at him so he ends up pushing her out the window they both fall like one story to the alley below and that's when it starts to rain and faith is shouting at angel while they're fighting she's saying you're gonna die you don't know what evil is as she beats angel up she's she's getting angry at him because she's saying fight back like i'm bad and angel it's so true because angel is holding his punches like he's not really fighting her at all and he says nice try faith i know what you want and i'm not going to give it to you more punching faith is basically screaming with every punch that she throws angel says i'm not going to make this easy for you and faith is now she's not punching him but she's just she's pushing him and she's like throwing herself against his body and he's holding still she's shouting at him she's saying i'm evil i'm bad i'm evil do you hear me i'm bad angel i'm bad i'm bad do you hear me her voice is breaking at this point 
yeah so she's like crying she's she's sobbing now and um she's saying i'm bad i'm bad and then she starts saying please like angel please just do it and then she stops fighting at all and she just looks at him and she's just like just do it just kill me she's sobbing angel takes her into his arms and they fall to the ground together and he's comforting her. He's like, shh, it's okay, it's okay. And he's holding her head to his body. And Wesley has run downstairs with a knife, um, possibly to try and kill Faith or to assist Angel. But he sees the scene of them in the rain, Angel holding a sobbing Faith, and he drops the knife. And that's the end of the episode. Shout out to this <laughs> poor guy who got mugged. And I, I mean, I don't have a ton of sympathy for him because he was clearly trying to take advantage of Faith. But this guy got beat up, put in the hospital, his place gets destroyed. He loses his best knife, right? And then you have to go out. You can't just buy one other knife. You have to go out and buy a whole new set of knives. <laughs> yeah, I hope that he has insurance for all those things. He's also in the hospital right now, so insurance for that as well. It's going to be a hefty bill for this man. I mean, I hope he learned his lesson not to be skeevy, and take advantage of girls coming well, he, off buses. He could have like, been a trafficker for all we know, you know? <laughs> like, right, yeah. So I'm saying, like, you know, he probably deserved some of what he got, but... Losing your favorite knife, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's that, that's just going too far. So so let's talk about this scene. This scene is so amazing. It's actually one of the most iconic scenes for this series, in my opinion. It's so moving. Um, finally, we're seeing somebody show Faith compassion, someone holding her while she sobs, you know, while she breaks down. Um, someone who took all her shit because she's been trying to kill him for this whole episode. She kept coming at him in this ep- in this uh, scene and he didn't let her. He didn't he didn't turn on her. He's there for her. And that's he had to, like she needed him to prove that to her. Not that he had to, but that's what she needed. And he did that for her. So, Angel, you're my hero. You always will be. Here's where I saw something different from the way you're seeing it, Kara. And in, in that that you think that she was torturing Wesley for revenge or to be uh, sadistic. For me, I think from the very moment she was at the Wolfram and Hart office, and they said, we want you to kill Angel. And she was like, I'm in. I think Faith immediately knew that Angel could be the person to kill her. And that's why I think she went after Wesley. Uh, Cordelia could have done too, but Wesley's more personal to her. I think she chose Wesley because it might be easier for Angel to get angry enough to kill her if she goes after one of his people. Interesting, because I don't agree that she came here wanting angel to kill her i think she definitely would have killed angel if she could have earlier in the episode um and it's only as the game if you will continues that she goes through the whole emotional process of recognizing that what she wants isn't so much revenge vengeance violence killing but it's a redemption she can't have and therefore being killed by Angel it, it is going to bring her peace. And I think that's something that she figures out along the way. Yeah, no, and I think that's fine too. I, I, for me, it's more that um, she saw an opportunity. I don't think she came to LA to seek Angel out to kill her. I think she saw an opportunity. No, I agree. I think that her, let's play a game, you got to get your head in the game. She knows that Angel isn't just going to kill her. She, he needs to be baited. So I think her turning it into a game not only makes it more exciting for her and makes it more believable that maybe if we're opponents, 
it's not so much that he's killing me. It's that like, oh, we just fought to the death. And that's easier to swallow than me just being like, maybe he's the one to end it. But that's what I believe is that she she wants an out. (laughs) And um, she's not like a vampire where she can just kiss daylight like Angel did in amends and just go stand in the sunlight. She needs somebody to help her do it. And I think this is what's going to carry on into Sanctuary now that we're going to go talk about that episode. This underlining of suicide and this underlining of wanting to take her own life. But she wanted an easier out. Maybe someone murdering her would be easier for her than her and having to do it herself. Yeah, I, I think I, we have different opinions of when she comes upon that, mm. that desire or that decision. Yeah. So what I would say about this scene, Wesley's reaction versus Angel's, the fact that Angel refuses to fight back against Faith. Something that I thought about while I was watching this was, you know... You don't know what it's like to have a soul until you don't have one. I feel like of all of us, Angel probably knows what it's like, what it feels like to have a soul because he didn't have one for so long. And then when he got his back, it was so overwhelming that he, he really has a keen grasp on what it feels like to feel that guilt and that pain. And, and, and so... I think he was able to understand what Faith was going through, maybe even better than she understood it, because Faith has never been soulless, right? She has done all of this evil while having a soul. She just managed to repress it enough that it didn't bother her until we got to this point, some some point here. It's just interesting to me, right? It's interesting because whether or not we actually have souls in real life, you know, we don't undergo that condition of having no soul and then having a soul again it's like oh okay so like how do we moderate our own senses of guilt i don't know just interesting philosophical stuff happening here yeah yeah and i i think back to um the flashbacks that we were shown of angel in this episode right like him getting cast out by his kind aka darla and then him trying to do what he does best which is feed on people and the guilt of not being able to do that and the the failure in that. I, I think about those flashbacks and I think about the scene that we just watched where Angel didn't have anybody for hundreds of years, right? He did this alone. He dealt with the, the pain and the guilt and everything that having a soul after not being sold for so long comes with. So another reason why I think we needed to see those flashbacks was now that Faith is in this position of needing comfort and needing compassion Angel's the only person in the world that understands and can give that to her. And I think that makes their connection a lot more um, strong by showing how he had to do it alone. But now Faith doesn't actually have to do it alone because he's there for her. On to Sanctuary. (laughs) On to Sanctuary. So it starts off right where we left off. You know I love it when these shows do that, Akara. So Angel's leading a traumatized-looking Faith down his elevator into his apartment. Ah, his apartment. Remember last time we were in his apartment? (laughs) There was ice cream, right? Uh, there was ice cream. Um, so he sits her on his bed and, you know, he's taking care of her. He puts a towel around her. Uh, she lies down and he's like, you know, I'll be close by. And he goes to leave and she says, Angel. And for a second there, she imagines herself like beating him up to death or so, just like he, she imagined herself stabbing Willow to death in um, Who Who Are You? Um, but then when he says, yeah, she says nothing. So I love how lost 
faith is in this scene following that big breakdown earlier because again like as we're saying like she wanted angel to kill her and i don't think she thought past that i think she really thought he was going to she would push him far enough and anger him enough and put him in the game enough that he would kill her and she wouldn't have to worry about anything else but now that they're he didn't kill her i can just see it all over her body language and all over her face she's like now what right like now what what's next for me Upstairs, Cordelia has a nasty bruise on her face and Wesley comes in and they're both really beaten up. And I love this because Wesley like looks at, at Cordelia's face and he's like, bitch, like not, not you, like her. And like, I really love Wesley and Cordelia's friendship here because like you said, you know, last time we saw them, they were all kissy and <laughs> it wasn't going to work out for them. But you can tell there's an affection here now. Like they, they really care about each other as friends. Or they're starting to, at least. They're, they're getting there. Like, they have compassion for each other. Uh, Wesley's asking, you know, is she still here? And Cordelia's like, he gave her his bed. Like, <laughs> like can you believe? And Angel comes up and um, he asks Wesley how he is. And Wesley's like, as well as can be expected. And Angel's kind of like, okay, good, good. Where are the donuts? <laughs> and um, Angel's so socially awkward. Um I, I think it's so funny how he he's trying to save someone's soul in his basement, but he also now needs to manage the emotions of his staff, <laughs> um, his staff that this person beat up <laughs> and tortured. Um, and I don't think he does a good job of it, but like, I don't know how these conversations would go. <laughs> so Wesley says, I bet Faith will find it difficult enjoying delicious jelly-filled donuts if she is, one assumes, bound and gagged. <laughs> and Angel's like, okay, we already went through this last night, Wesley. Like, you know, and Wesley's like, no, no, you're right. Like, the police would not be equipped to hold a slayer against her will. I get why you chose not to turn her over to them. But I don't understand why the woman who brutally tortured me last night, this morning, gets pastries. And Angel's like, I don't have any food. Like, I don't have anything downstairs. What do you want me to do wesley let her starve and wesley's like there are more humane wheels ways to deal with a rabid animal and angel says she's not an animal animal she's a person in case you've forgotten we're not in the business of giving up on people mm -hmm. and wesley says you know don't take the moral high ground with me after what she did i believe in helping people i don't believe in coddling murderers and angel says it wasn't too long ago that you were the one making a case for her rehabilitation and Wesley says it wasn't too long ago that I had full feeling in my right arm. So, ah, how the turntables, <laughs> you know, um, Wesley did have so much empathy for Faith earlier because remember we were saying mm -hmm. he had that guilt. He's like, wow, it's kind of my fault. I had I, I contributed to this problem um, and I feel bad about it. But now he's like, no, I don't <laughs> like this, this. I'm mad. <laughs> Well, and it sets up what is going to happen later in this episode with Wesley and, and some guest stars, shall we say, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Angel says, like, she wants to change. And Wesley's like, there's evil in that girl. What happened to her being a sick, sick girl, Wesley? But he says, there's evil in this girl. It doesn't matter what she wants or what she says. You set her free. She'll kill again. And Wesley leaves angrily. And Angel's trying to, like, appeal to Cordy, right? He's like, you know, he'll come around. And Cordelia's so funny. She's like, yeah, people get a little funny right after they've been sadistically tortured. Well, you'd know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she gives Angel all of these all this paperwork to sign, and he's signing it mindlessly, right? He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's saying, you know, we can't just arbitrarily decide whose soul is worth saving and whose isn't. And then he notices that the forms are all signed and like made out to Cordelia. And he's like reading them over. He's like, paid vacation? And Cordelia's like putting on her sunglasses and putting on her coat. And she's like, like, I'm going to stick around here while Psycho Case is roaming around downstairs with medieval weaponry. Not, oh, and I'm thinking sugar high, maybe not a great idea. And she leaves. And good for you, Cordelia. You should. Yes. So much respect for her here. Again, I dislike the fact that she's not in this episode that much. I'm sad. But it's the right call. Cordelia, Cordelia is so smart. Yeah, she's got survivor instincts. She's literally like, this girl already bangled my face. See ya. <laughs> so uh, one thing we need to know, but I don't want to talk about it at all, is that there's a detective named Kate who is on the case trying to figure out where Faith is. Oh, that's interesting that you don't want to talk about it. Okay. It's boring. I don't care. So <laughs> Angel comes downstairs with a box of donuts. And Faith isn't in the bed. She's in ki- in the kitchen. And Angel puts down the donuts. And he says, I understand what you're going through and I want to help. But there are a few things you have to do. First, I need you to give me the knife. And sure enough, Faith is holding a butcher knife, like a huge knife. And first she holds it up, kind of like in a defense. But then she turns it around and gives it to Angel in his outreached hand. So this was alarming to me, Kara. And this is something that I started touching upon earlier when I talked about suicide and angel and face apparent want to die. Now, later in this episode, she talks about, you know, the pain and the hurt and how she can't really stand it. But I'm shooting back to this year's girl when she had that tape from the mayor and the mayor was saying to her that um, him not being in the world anymore means there's nothing left for her, right? Like she's not long for this world, but what she should do is go out with a bang. So I think she tried to do that. I think first the Buffy thing, but that didn't work out. And she got shooken up um, from all the love that Buffy received that, that she felt through Buffy's body. So I think when she was in L- LA and then she got pr- that proposal from Wolfman Hart, I'm like, here it is. This is my big bang that I can go out. So I, I think that like while she's lost and aimless and doesn't know what to do, I think in the back of her mind, she believes the mayor still and is like, she, like he was right. I'm not long for here. I don't belong anywhere. So death is coming. I just don't know how and when. But here's an opportunity for me to, you know, go out with a bang and maybe fight the most notorious vampire in the world and let him take me out. Yeah, I mean... I. I think the way that this scene is played, it's so ambiguous. We don't see anything from Faith's perspective, right? It's Angel, We follow Angel downstairs, and Faith already has the knife in her hand. So we don't see how she goes to pick it up, how she's considering before Angel shows up. There's a lot of ways you can read it. Um, what is she considering? Yeah, so that that's what how I read it. After that, I was like, if... So like I said earlier, she came into Angel's apartment. And she's like, what now? Like, I didn't go out with a bang the way I thought I would. Yeah. So I, I do. I was alarmed when I when she was holding that knife. And I was like, maybe she was thinking about killing herself. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I, I saw it more even as like um, she wasn't thinking. I mm. think it was more of like an instinctive reflex of like she got up from the bed and her first instinct is like, I need to arm myself because she doesn't feel secure. 
Yeah, no, and that and that's what's interesting about Faith anyway, right, is that like we're not sure. She's a little bit unpredictable right now, um, just in the fact that she's so lost and she's been acting unhinged. So in one way, it's like maybe her defenses are up and she needed a weapon. On the other hand, it was like maybe she was actually considering, you know, another way out that wasn't what she had planned with Angel. Both are really dark and both are really sad. Um, but that's why that scene alarmed me. It's a very small scene. I don't think there's enough of it. If anything, I think they needed to continue talking. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I just wanted to share that I was, I was like, oh my God, like that's really, really, really dark. So um, Wolfman and Hart cut to them real quick. They know that face was Angel, right? And they're pissed about it. So they're going to do something about it real soon. Faith is um, thinking, she's on the bed, and she's thinking about when she killed Alan Finch back in Bad Girls. And um, my thing was like, fuck Alan Finch, Faith. You should be feeling bad about the professor, <laughs> the volcano professor, right? I thought about that, too. I mean, you should also feel bad about Alan no, Finch. No, no, no. It wasn't no, that sorry. terrible. He worked for an evil mayor, but yeah. are, are not all politicians. Whomst among us has not worked for an evil mayor? <laughs> I know I have personally, but here, but the, that that's my thing is like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alan. Like you didn't deserve to die or maybe you did. I don't know, but it was an accident. That was an accident. That could have been Buffy. That could have been anybody. Um, but you sought out that professor and stabbed him in his gut in his own house. <laughs> so that's what you should yeah. be feeling having flashbacks. I, to. <laughs> I, I guess the point here is that Alan Fidge was the first kill. You always remember your first kill. <laughs> So Faith starts to pack up her stuff and Angel calls her out, right? He's like, you're in no condition to leave. You go out the door now, you'll be running for the rest of your life. My guess, it'll be a short run. And Faith says it doesn't matter because you know what? Her life doesn't matter anymore, apparently. And Angel says it does to me. Aw. And <laughs> Faith says, um, why are you doing this? Like, why are you being nice to me? Stop it. And then when Angel doesn't get out of her way, she's like, are we going to throw down? Am I your prisoner? And Angel's like, no. And she's like, so I'm free. And he's like, well, I don't know about that. But he does open the door and he says, doors open. And Faith starts to walk down the hall. And he asks her, like, if you're, are you going back out there into the darkness? I once told you that you didn't have to go into the darkness. Remember that it was your choice. Well, you chose and you thought that you could just touch it and that you'd be okay. Five by five, right, Faith? But it swallowed you whole. So tell me, how'd you like it? And Faith punches him. She gets annoyed and she punches him. But then she says, help me. <laughs> and uh, he says, yeah. Okay. I see what Angel's doing here. I get it. Is this working for you, Steph? What? I feel like he's laying it on a little thick. What do you mean? The whole speech about, you know, I told you you didn't have to go out into the darkness, that it was your choice, but you made your choice. Like, I feel like he wrote that down in a notebook and practiced <laughs> it a few times because well, it's just very, like, thick. He has practiced that before because he said that to her before <laughs> consequences. So, um... I think it's a nice callback to that time where he did try really hard to help her. I think he was a little bit misguided in that episode, too. So it doesn't make, it, you know, I get it that he would stumble a little bit in his wording I think here. he's just being a little bit self-righteous here. Sure. You know? And, I didn't. And I, I fully support what he's doing, but he's putting it on a little bit. Yeah, I can see why you would think that. I, I didn't think too much about that at all. I was just like, stop her, stop her, Angel. Don't let her leave. And he did that. So, hey. I'm happy with that scene. She, she came back in. She wants his help. So Wesley is at a pub playing darts and he's really good at it. 
He's really good at darts. And guess who shows up? Guess who came all the way to LA to see old Wesley? The three members of the Watchers Council that broke into Giles's house and took all his light bulbs and smoked in there and, and you know, kidnapped Buffy. <laughs> Um, they are here and they are sitting down with Wesley and they're basically saying that the council will reinstate him as a watcher if he helps them because they know that he has access to faith right now. And Wesley says, no, like I couldn't possibly. And they're all like loyalty to a vampire now, is it? <laughs> so obviously they know what Wesley's been up to and they don't approve. They are trying to convince her, convince Wesley, right? That faith is dangerous and... Wesley's like, well, why don't you just take her yourself? Like, what do you need me for? You know, you're the best. The council's elite. And then he realizes he's like, oh, she cleaned your clocks, didn't she? And I was like, no, she didn't. Buffy did. <laughs> Thank you. That was my reaction to that line Excuse as well. You. I'm just like. Right? Buffy erasure. Credit where credit is due here. <laughs> right? Just like, just like in that episode in Who Are You when they were talking to Buffy and being like, uh, but talking to Buffy thinking it was Faith and being like, you spit on the council's legacy, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, again, that was Buffy. <laughs> Do the council guys like, ever learn that Buffy was telling the truth? Did they ever learn the switching thing no. was actually true? No, no, no. Okay. Why would they ever tell them that? They stole, like, remember Buffy stole their van and then like they probably never saw them again. Uh, he, but actually what they say right now is that um, they said... They are pissed that she uses her power for evil and she must be stopped. So it's interesting that they said it that way. And my mind flashed to how the Watcher's Council likes to control the power, the Slayer's power, right? Mm -hmm. So the very fact that Faith, uh, well, they're saying she uses her power for evil, but more so they can't control her power. That's why they need exactly, to stop yeah. her. And oof, oof, the Watcher's Council. <laughs> so... Faith is at the microwave in Angel's kitchen. Remember Angel's kitchen, Cara? Remember what happened in that kitchen not too long ago? I don't, I don't remember that. You part. don't remember that part? So Angel says, "There's so, she, so Faith is saying to Angel, how does it work? And Angel says, there's no real simple answer for that. Uh, I, want, I won't lie to you. And I'd, I like, to, and I won't tell you that it will be easy because it won't be. Just because you decided to change doesn't mean the world's ready to ready for you to. Truth is, no matter how much you suffer, no matter how many good deeds you do to try to balance out the past, you may never balance out the cosmic scale. Only thing I can promise you is you'll probably be haunted, maybe for the rest of your life. And Faith's like, so how does it work? Like referring to the microwave. <laughs> and Angel's like, ah. And he shows her, and um. When she realizes that the popcorn actually belongs to Wesley, she gets really uncomfortable and she's like, do I have to apologize to him? And Angel's like, do you think you can? And she's like, I don't know. How do you say G? Really sorry that I tortured you nearly to death. And Angel's like, well, first of all, I'd leave out the G. Uh, secondly, I think you have to ask yourself, are you sorry? And Faith says, what if I can't say it? There's some things you just can't take back no matter how sorry you are. And Angel says, yeah, there are. I have I have some experience in that area. And Faith says, well, you've been doing this for 100 years. I don't think I can make it through the next 10 minutes. And Angel says, make it through the next five, the next minute. And Faith says, I don't think I can. And Angel says, yes, you can. Faith says it hurts. I, I hate that it hurts this much. And Angel says it's supposed to hurt. All that pain, all that suffering you've, you've caused is coming back on you. Feel it. Deal with it. Maybe you have a shot at being free. So... Again, I'm getting flashbacks to amends. 
right? When Angel wanted to end it, he's like, this is too much, too much suffering. Just like Faith was yelling at the end of last episode, I'm bad, kill me, I'm bad. And in Amends, uh, Angel was saying to Buffy, like, do I deserve to live? Like, am I a, am I a thing worth saving, right? And it's, it's just really happy to see what Angel's learned from that time to now and how he's found purpose for himself and how he's learned how to channel that pain and that guilt into something that's helpful to the world or that makes him feel like he's starting to make amends. Helping Faith through this and like showing her this, I think is a really great gift that he can give to her, right? Well, he's also being honest with her, you know? Faith isn't used to that, especially from the men in her life. Even somebody like Wesley was never really honest with her because as you pointed out earlier, the Watchers Council wanted to control her. The mayor certainly was not honest with Faith, right? He wanted to manipulate her. Angel isn't trying to control Faith. He's not even really trying to manipulate her. Obviously, he wants her to choose this path of redemption, but he recognizes he can't make her do it. He's just opening the door and hoping she'll walk through it. And that's brand new for her. She's never had a man, like, be honest. And he's saying there's no guarantees here. He's not selling her redemption. He's not saying, yeah, just do this, this, and this. And for three easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine, you too can be redeemed, my brother. Mm-hmm. He's not saying that. He's saying, look, if you try it my way, you've got a shot. But it's not going to be easy. And it probably will never be done. Right. And and I think that as sad as that might be, it's comforting to know that he's not bullshitting her. Yeah, he's not sugarcoating it. And just the very idea that like he's there for her. Right. Like feel that pain, take that pain in and maybe you have a shot at, you know, getting through this, like feel it. Right. And we've been talking about this the whole time, like Buffy as a show is about growing up and you have to take the pain because that's part of growing up. And that's something that Buffy was telling Willow earlier this season. So it, you know, it's just a little bit more handsomely told by Angel. So Faith laughs and she's like, I've got to be the first slayer in history to be sponsored by a vampire. Angel Angel says, I've had, I've got some experience in that area too. And Faith's like, oh God, B, how am I ever going to make things right with her? And Angel's like, this isn't about Buffy. And Faith says, all my life, there's only been one person who tried to be my friend, went out of their way when I had no right or reason to expect her to. And I screwed her, not to mention her boyfriend, only him literally. And Angel's like, you and I never actually, and Faith's like, not you, the new one. And Angel's like, huh? (laughs) And Faith's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And Angel's like, no, there, you said it. You said you can say it. That's like, sorry, that's good. And then he turns around and he's like, God, (laughs) like his heart breaks, I think. Yeah, I just, like, what did you expect, Angel? (laughs) You left because you wanted Buffy to have a quote unquote normal young adult life, fall in love again. Yeah. I get it. I get it. He wasn't expecting to hear the news from Faith. It was the bomb drop right there. Like, just out of the blue, she's got a boyfriend, and that's hard to hear. She's so casual about it, too. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I slept with Buffy's boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I screwed her boyfriend. Um, Yeah. Like, I think it's more that he's shocked, right? He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And also, let's not forget, and I will be bringing this up later, uh, the last time Angel saw Buffy was I Will Remember You, right? And there was a huge emotional, 
<laughs> episode for everybody. Um, but Angel's obviously still feeling the repercussions from but that. But especially for you. But especially, no one suffered the way I have suffered. So oh. Oh. Wolfram and Hart are going to hire a nasty demon to kill Faith. <laughs> the, the end. <laughs> I love these the, these seeds in particular that you're summarizing. <laughs> There's really nothing else to say. Oh, uh, handsome Le- Lindsay and beautiful Lila are going to hire a, a nasty demon. So meanwhile, we are still in this pub. This is the longest pub time ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many drinks Wesley has had, but the you know he's going along with this. He's saying, okay, okay, I'm in. So the Watchers Council people, they give him a syringe. <laughs> They're like, there's enough tranquilizer in her for even a slayer and wesley's like how does it work <laughs> and, and the 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 scruffy one is like i don't know their names i'm just he's the scruffy one he's like how do you think it works you jab her with it and honestly that's the <laughs> only line this guy has where i'm like uh dude I'm fully behind you 100%. That was the dumbest thing ever to ask, Wesley. <laughs> it's a sharp, pointy thing. Well, how do you think it works? Um, bless. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They want him to to jab Faith with it so that she sleeps long enough to get, so that they can get her to England. And they say it's to rehabilitate her. Lies! We know they want to kill her. Um, and I want to bring up a, a hot stake that Joseph brought up to us after li- listening to our coverage of who are you and he says if the watchers council was really watching faith while she was in a coma why couldn't they have just snatched her then to bring her to england it would have been way easier than when uh, waiting for her to wake up oh snap i mean it it would have been a little bit harder for faith to fight her way back to sunnydale after waking up in a hospital (laughs) she'd swim she'd swim (laughs) across the ocean to get there commandeer plane (laughs) But yeah, I was like, touche, touche. Seriously, that that is a very good question, Joseph. Mm -hmm. And if any of our listeners have a counterpoint, please write in and we'd love to hear it. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so uh, they said, you know, signal us when when the job is done and they'll take care of the rest. And Wesley insists that no harm come to the vampire as an angel. Um, He won't help them if they if they don't agree to that. I, I mean, he doesn't say which vampire loophole (laughs) yeah right right we'll leave the vampire alone um he makes a case for angel literally he's like i've never helped more people than when i've been working with angel he's so hot i love him like he's a (laughs) fanboy and he insists he's like no harm will come to angel do you agree and they're all like yeah yeah we agree and they shake on it um and i like this for wesley this is a good storyline for him in this episode because like we said in the last episode we see like a darkness in wesley starting to come out here but this is a great setup because we're like, is Wesley about to fucking repeat the same mistake that he made back in Consequences when he sided with the Watchers Council and decided to go in there, swoop in there and take Faith away, attempt to take Faith away while Angel is actually trying to do the best thing for her, which is help her get through this period, right? And help her change. Don't worry, Stephanie. The thing about Wesley is he never makes the same mistake twice. He just keeps making new mistakes. (laughs) New inventive mistakes, which is kind of true if you watch the series. So... Faith is eating popcorn and wa- and watching TV. And the demon thing that the lawyer sent after her is crawling around on the ceiling. And oh my God, Angel is in the shower. 
naked. I'm going to go make a cup of tea. I'll be back in like 12 minutes. He pops his head out of the door and his chest is there and he's like, everything okay out there? And Face like, yeah, it was touch and go for those four minutes you left me alone. But somehow I got through it. Ooh, ooh. So suddenly the news... Uh, the news is on TV and Faith's pictures on the news and they're talking about how she's a suspect from Sunnydale of like a, uh, and now she's in LA and she's been doing assaulting people and you know the police need everyone's help to find her and that boring Kate detective is on there and she's like I need you to help us and I'll answer questions Faith's in, in shock so she knocks over this glass and it smashes and Angel runs over to her and thank God he hasn't done up his shirt yet. He's still slightly shirtless. And um, he's like, are you okay? And then he sees what's on the news and he's like, it's nothing. Nothing's changed. Um, you're, you're here with me. You're safe. And that's when they get attacked by the demon, <laughs> which is useless because they end up killing the demon like almost immediately. And Faith stabs it to death and she gets blood all over her hands, just like she did back when she stabbed that book demon, <laughs> the demon with the Ascension books. Um and she's freaking out. She starts freaking out because blood on her hands. And Angel grabs her and he's like, shh, it's okay, it's okay. And he hugs her and they're sitting on the bed hugging or on the couch and hugging. He's still, you know. He's still got his shirt open. His pecs are still out for everyone to see. Uh, what a treat. And um, the door opens and Miss Buffy Summers enters the chat and she's Nobody looking shook. Nobody locks their doors in any of these series. Right? Nobody knocks. No one knocks. No one gives a shit. Uh, Buffy also like arguably shouldn't know that he's down there because she only ever visited his upstairs office. So maybe, I don't know, maybe she heard the commotion of the demon and followed. I don't know. But yeah, Angel says, Buffy. <laughs> we miss him saying that. He starts doing up his shirt buttons. No! Uh, and Buffy's taking in the scene. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, we were attacked. And Buffy's like, we you and faith and angel says it's not what you think and buffy says you think i can form a thought right now and giles heard that she tried to kill you and angel's like yeah that's true and buffy's like so you decided to punish her with a severe cuddling and angel says is that what you're here like why you're here to punish her and buffy says i was worried about you and faith is like buffy and buffy looks over at faith and gives her like a death glare she's like this bitch and she walks toward her and Faith shrinks away from her. And Buffy says, didn't think I was going to find you, did you? And Angel tells Buffy that she, that she needs help. And Buffy says, help? Do you have any idea what she did to me? And Angel's like, yes. And Buffy's like, do you care? And Angel says, she wants to change. She has a chance to. And Buffy says, no, no chance. Jail. And Angel says, do you think that will jail, help? Jail for a thousand years. <laughs> jail, I say. And Faith says, Buffy. And she, st she stands up and she's about to say, I'm sorry. And Buffy says, if you apologize to me, I will beat you to death. And Faith says, go ahead. So Angel gets between them and he's facing Buffy, right? Like Faith is behind him. And he says, this, is, this isn't going to happen. And Buffy's like, you're going to stop me because you're going to have to. And Angel says, Faith, go upstairs. And Faith is like, don't do this. Like, don't, don't defend me. And Buffy says, you think I'm going to let her out of my sight? And Angel says, Faith, go. So Faith starts to leave. Buffy reaches for Faith, but Angel grabs Buffy's arm before she can. So Buffy punches Angel. And then she goes to punch him again, but he blocks it. And then he punches her. And the look of shock on Buffy's face that he did that. And he's shocked too. And he says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then that's the end of that scene. But like, 
so we know that Angel's never punched Buffy before, right? But Buffy is a punchy person. <laughs> and she punched him once here, and then she tried to punch him again before he blocked it and punched her. So how do we feel about this? Like, obviously... Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> no! Obviously, we don't want any domestic abuse happening at all, right? We no, You guys shouldn't be hitting each other, period. But, like, this is a supernatural show. Buffy's a slayer. He's a vampire. In my opinion... In my opinion, Buffy was go- was hitting him first. <laughs> I just this whole scene makes me uncomfortable. I know it's there's supposed to be elements of humor here where it's like, oh, you know, Buffy caught Angel and Faith, and what's going on? He's he's not quite dressed. What were they doing? Were they canoodling? And I get it, but this whole scene makes me uncomfortable. Buffy is making this all about her, mm-hmm. and I understand that she has been wronged. We've we talked about that at length in Who Are You and Superstar, right? Like, Riley was raped. Buffy was raped. You know, Faith has done terrible things. But she comes all the way to Los Angeles, and she immediately goes on the attack and attacks Angel. Doesn't hear him out. Doesn't say, like, hey, you know, let's go up to your office and talk about this like adults. And as I'm saying this and I'm listening to myself say this, I'm like, yes, okay, we have to remember... Buffy is still very young. She's not maybe as mature as we'd like her to be. So this is the way she's dealing with it. But that's why I'm so uncomfortable, right? It is, you know, Buffy comes in here firing on all cylinders, doesn't give Angel any time to talk about it. And and so I just, plus, and I think I mentioned this in I Will Remember You in our recap. I don't know if it's the lighting in this show, but like, Sarah Michelle Gellar just looks so much more adult in this episode. Yeah. No, no, no. I I, I agree with that. Um, and I, I, I told you this before we started recording, but like, I, I don't like Buffy in this episode. I don't. And for all the reasons that you just said, she has our sympathy. Like, we've been following her, obviously, all season. We know what she went through with Faith. But she comes into this episode incredibly aggressive and is taking it out on Angel. And she shouldn't have hit him. <laughs> and I think, you know, in a little bit, we'll talk more about that dynamic and perhaps her taking out her frustration with Riley and Faith on Angel and Faith right here. But yeah, like, I just, I don't see our Buffy. I don't see our, our little Buffy in this character that's come to LA. She's so much angrier and harsher than when we're used to seeing her. Okay, so upstairs, uh, Wesley runs into Faith. And that's all we need to know about that. <laughs> uh, then we cut to the lawyers who are realizing that, you know what? They shouldn't be working outside the law. They're lawyers. Let's let's take the law into our hands. Um, and there's one quote from that random lawyer that I really want to repeat because I thought it was so fucking funny. He says that the first assassin kills the second assassin, sent to kill the first assassin who didn't assassinate anyone until we hired the second assassin to assassinate her. <laughs> And I was like, beautiful, beautiful sentence. Thank you for that. So back to the basement. Ah! Um, Angel is telling Buffy that uh, Faith isn't going to run. And Buffy says, why would she? She has her brave knight to protect her. What got you? Did she cry? Pouty lips, heaving bosom. I thought you needed help. And Angel says, you think I want this to happen? And Buffy says, you hit me. And Angel says, not to go all schoolyard on you, but you hit me first. <laughs> so they're basically having the conversation you and I just had. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> basically, but it's fucking true, okay? Um, like, Buffy, you're so wounded. You're like, the, the nerve, the nerve that you would hit me. Well, Buffy, <laughs> you you casted stones first, you know what I'm saying? So Angel says, like, you're, you're stronger than me in case you've forgotten. And Buffy says, you did it for her. So Buffy... I think you're a little green with envy here. I think you walked in expecting Angel and you to team up against Faith and for Angel to be goo goo gaga over you again. But you caught him hugging Faith and that triggered you because it goes all the way back to when you're jealous. Well, yeah, Buffy's not seeing any nuance, but yeah. it, it's so interesting because Buffy is like Wesley. Because at the beginning of this year's girl, right, Buffy is like, but, you know, if we can help Faith in some way, I have to do that. And then Faith crosses a line, of course. And now she's like, "Mm, bad, Faith bad, punish Mm, Faith. No, mad, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, we get it. I get it. Like, I get why she's mad. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it's so interesting that, you know, of all these characters, Angel is the one who can stick to the line of, I'm going to help Faith no matter what happens. And that's what I was trying to get at earlier when I was talking about how he knows what it's like with all the guilt because he hasn't had a soul and now he has a soul again. I think that's what gives him this maturity that fate, that Buffy lacks partially because of her youth, that Wesley lacks because of his inexperience, right? Angel has that maturity because not only is he older and more experienced, but he, he just has that sense of like, I know how important this is. Yeah. And also, in my opinion, um, and we've been saying this by watching Buffy season four, we're like, Buffy should be angry with Faith for the violation of her body. Not so much because she slept with Riley and that Riley enjoyed it, you know, because this is something that goes all the way back to, to season three when she was jealous that Angel and Faith made out. Right. So like, again, she's coming here with all the self-righteous jealousy. But really, it's like, Buffy, you have legit reasons to actually be upset with Faith, but you're not bringing them up. You're just like, you hit me for her, 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 her. Right. The other woman. So um, Angel says, you were three seconds from making her run. You know that she's at a crucial stage. And Buffy's like, she's playing you. She tried to kill you. And Angel says, that was just a cry for help. (laughs) And Buffy says, cry for help is when you say help in a loud voice. And then Angel says, I know Faith did bad things to you. And Buffy says, you can't possibly know. And Angel says, you can't possibly know what she's going through. True, true, true. And Buffy says, but of course you do. I'm sorry I can't be in your club. I've never murdered anybody. Buffy, have you been channeling Xander? Like, this is such a Xander tone that you're taking in this conversation. And it's so funny because here's Buffy so quick to damn Faith and be like, you know what? Fuck Faith. We don't need her in our lives anymore. But was it not less than two seasons ago where Buffy was trying to convince Giles and the Scoobies to give Angel another chance after Angel killed Jenny? and tortured Giles almost to death. She was trying to convince him that like, hey, he's different. Like he has to give him a chance, right? So it's just funny how it's hard for her to understand. For some reason, it's really hard for her to understand why Angel would want to help Faith, a murderer. Like, I feel like she should understand this. I feel like this is like Buffy 101 at this point. So I don't know what they're doing with Buffy's character and her development here, but it just seems stagnant. It feels like it's not taking into account all that Buffy's gone through in four years. She's just so caught up in the jealousy right now. 
Yeah. Wesley and Faith run downstairs. Wesley is like, in 20 minutes, a council operations team is coming in here, expecting to find Angel gone and Faith drugged. Um, so he's like, I was pretending that I was helping them. And Buffy's like, I know them. They're killers because she escaped them that one time. <laughs> I know them. I beat them up once in somebody else's body. It was awesome. Uh, and then I stole their van. <laughs> So Wesley says they surrounded the building and Angel's like, okay, um, I'll check the sewers. Um, but that's when they notice that Faith has left. She peaced. And Angel's like, she's probably went to the roof, right? So Wesley says uh, Buffy can protect her because Faith Buffy takes after Faith. And Angel's like, I'm not sure that's her intention. And as they're going into the sewers, Wesley is telling Angel that it, it wasn't for her. It's it's because I trust you. And I was like, aw, make Aww. out you two. This is sweet. <laughs> yeah. So this is interesting, right? Because I think if you don't know what's going to happen, they really sell it that Wesley is going to betray Angel. And we can believe it because that's Wesley's MO from Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. Is Wesley's always betraying people. He can never <laughs> pick a side. Classic Wesley. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, they, you know, it's, it's a nice kind of subversion of that. And... It's really sweet. And I think it really cements that Wesley is finding a home here. By showing some loyalty, you found yourself a family. Wesley, well done. So, yeah, very quickly, Lindsay, um, sexy Lindsay, goes to boring Kate, the police detective, and says, Faith is with Angel. And she's like, oh, no, because she knows who Angel is. It's going to be interesting recapping season one of Angel with you if we get there <laughs> it's gonna be a journey because honestly I don't remember Kate at all I she I, like honestly I don't know what happens with her character or who like I, right. I know she knows Angel in some way <laughs> I'm just saying whatever <laughs> so on the roof Buffy catches up to Faith and she's like you're not gonna run and Faith says uh what do you want to do throw me off the roof again and Buffy's Go like <laughs> woohoo and Buffy says, any reason why I shouldn't? And Faith says, there's nothing I can do for you, B. I can't make it right. And Buffy says, so you're just going to take off again. Leave us to clean up another one of your messes. Again, this is channeling Xander in Dead Man's Party to me, right? Like, it's not that simple. Like, you're just going to run away and leave us with your mess while you deal with your trauma, like, somewhere else. Like, that's something very similar to what Xander said to Buffy when she took off for the summer to L.A. Faith says... It'd make things easier for you. And Buffy says, until you get bored with the whole guilt thing and come back to shake things up. And Faith's like, that's not going to happen. And Buffy says, you're right. It's not. And Faith's like, Angel said there was no way you were going to give me a chance. And Buffy says, I gave you every chance. I tried so hard to help you when you spat on me. My life was just something for you to play with. Angel, Riley, anything that you could take from me, you took. I've lost battles before, but nobody else has ever made me a victim. Now, Let's talk about this because I so wish Buffy was talking about the rape. (laughs) I so wish that she was talking about being a victim to what Faith did to her body (laughs) and taking her body and literally taking her life. But I, I just feel like she doesn't mean it that way. Like, do you see it that way? Do you think, what do you think Buffy says when she says victim? I think it's exactly what she's talking about. And I think this is a very powerful exchange between them. And I think Faith is right. And I think Buffy's right too, right? Which is Buffy's feeling, but Faith made Buffy feel powerless. And Buffy hasn't felt that. Think back to Becoming when Angel, or sorry, Angelus, you know, is like, take all that away. What do you have left? And Buffy catches the sword 
and says me and it's iconic right do you mm-hmm. do you remember that episode at all that's ringing a bell that's ringing a really heartfelt <laughs> bell for me yeah i know it, we recapped that one really quickly it wasn't that important <laughs> it's like a five minute episode um, yeah but that's an iconic buffy moment right or in the premiere of season three when it's like it's like asking who are you right and, and buffy's supposed to say no one and she says i'm buffy the slayer right like iconic moments like that Throughout all of these tribulations that Buffy has faced, it wasn't until Faith actually took away Buffy's agency and autonomy that Buffy actually felt completely, totally helpless like that. Yeah, I, I thanks for putting it out that way, because I totally see what you mean about the power and how she felt powerless with, with Faith of what she did. But I think where I'm getting stuck and why I'm getting frustrated with Buffy saying, like, this, vic- you victimize me, is because we don't see that play out on Buffy's show, right? Like, she right. took it, she yes. took it about the cheating she took it about her having sex with Riley and Riley enjoying it and she got a flashback to when Faith and Angel made out and like blah 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 then three episodes of Buffy went by and everything was fine yep her and Riley I had guess. a bunch of sex and we had to watch it we don't have to talk about that anymore <laughs> and and then like Riley like the whole fucking Oz came back and there was that so so like this isn't even something that Buffy's thinking about back at home but as soon as she finds out that Faith went to Angel and is in LA she gets she gets there and it just seems like it's for the wrong reasons you know well classic case of repression right mm. yeah so so I just find this this I, I like this conversation they have and they let, let me let me be straight about this they need to have a conversation like this this is why Buffy came to this episode before the end of what happens at the end of this episode because Buffy and Faith need to have it out right they need to say something Buffy needs to say her piece I'm just disappointed with them using the word victim but it having it not mean anything it, sh- it doesn't hold the power it doesn't hold the emotional baggage that I think it should have had they actually played out how she was victimized by Faith in in her own series. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Faith Faith says, um, you can't stand that. You're all about control. You have no idea what it's like on the other side. Nothing's in control. Nothing makes sense. There's no, there's just pain and hate. Nothing you do means anything, blah, blah, blah. And Faith and Buffy just says, shut up. (laughs) Like she's had enough, shut up. And Faith says, just tell me how to make it better. And that's when the Watchers Council comes out and starts shooting at them. And inside, they start shooting at Wesley and Angel. And Buffy and Faith are going to leap over a building, but a helicopter's there shooting at them. Oh, my God. Where did these council members get a helicopter? The budget of this episode. Right? They're like, we don't need the van. We've got a helicopter. (laughs) So... Buffy's like, um, I have to take this guy out because her and Buffy, her and Faith are kind of like ducking for cover. And I kind of wish they had teamed up here. It would have been nice, you know, a little moment of them teaming up. But basically, she's like, I'm going to go get this guy. I'm going to parkour over this thing and get this guy. You just wait here. And Faith's like, okay. So Buffy does exactly that. She just parkours over this rooftop thing and starts fighting one of the guys. In the meantime, um, Wesley's trying to reason with the council member that's shooting at him. And the council member's like, do the sacred oaths you swore to uphold as watcher mean nothing to you. And Wesley's like, yeah, like I swore to protect the innocent. And then he tells Angel to go to the roof to help. And Wesley throws the syringe dart style <laughs> at this council member and like it hits him. And it's so fucking badass. Good for Wesley. And then he punches him out, right? So... 
Wow, Wesley's a hero. So Buffy is fighting the council guy. Angel comes up and he leaps onto a helicopter. No, no, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that for a second, Kara. He's on the floor beneath the the roof. There's a sun roof. There's a sunlight, right? He yeah, leaps. Skylight. skylight. He leaps from the floor through the skylight onto the helicopter. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's very like obvious wire work, but oh, we're just supposed to wow. go with it. Oh wow, Angel can fly, so he fucking lands on the helicopter, <laughs> throws the one council member out, and he's in vamp face because maybe he had to vamp face in order to do the jump. I don't know. It was fucking incredible. So he he's standing on the helicopter and he's like, "Take it down now!" And the guy's like, "Okay." So he takes it down. Buffy watches as this happens, but then we all notice that Faith is gone. So the helicopter flies Angel to the ground. He's immediately arrested by boring Detective Kate, who knows that he's been hiding Faith. And at the police station, Wesley and Buffy um, have caught up to the police who are dragging, well, not dragging, but they're bringing Angel in, cuffed. And Kate is telling Angel that, you know, I have a cell that faces east that has a great view of the sunrise in about four hours. And Buffy's like, what? You know what he is? And Kate's like, who are you? And Angel's like, "That's she's nobody. Don't worry about her. And Buffy's like, you, you know, this is murder. And Angel's like, Buffy, it's, it's all right. It's fine. And Buffy's like, you are not taking the fall for her, Angel. It's not going to happen. And then Angel's like, Buffy, because who is sitting at the police station already? Faith the Vampire Slayer. She's turning herself in. She approaches Kate and she's cuffed. And Faith says, I'd like to make a confession. Ooh. Ooh, twist. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. So Faith is turning herself in. Wow. She's ready. She's ready to make amends. So Buffy and Angel are having a convo in the hallway. And ooh, Cara, when I tell you this conversation made me so mad. Ooh, when I saw Red. I figured. Ooh, Buffy, what the do fuck want, are do you doing? Do you want me to summarize this one so that you could jump in? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they're in the, the hallway of the police station here, and I, I feel like th this hallway must be set aside for important, quote-unquote, private conversations between people, like, it, like you know, like uh, recriminations and stuff, because <laughs> nobody except Wesley interrupts them. Yeah, I mean, it is like five in the morning, but yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> Bubby's like, you should have told me what was happening. And Angel says, I didn't think it was your business. To which Buffy says, not my business. This is the nerve. <laughs> Angel says, I needed more time with Faith. And Buffy says, do you have any idea what it was like for me to see you with her? That you went behind my back? And Angel says, this wasn't about you. This was about saving somebody's soul. Snap, 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 snap. That's what I do here. And you're not a part of it. That was the deal here. It was your idea. We stay away from each other. Okay. Okay, so let th this is where I wanted to bring up I Will Remember You because this is why it's hard for me because Angel, the last time him and Buffy were together, they almost had a happy ending, right? I mean, they did have a happy ending, <laughs> but they almost had a story time uh, happy ending and Angel chose to take that away um, for the greater good and also because Buffy might have died had he stayed human. So that's something that Angel's still carrying with him every day and Buffy doesn't remember that this happened so him bringing up the last time that they that they were together for me it was just like a ting in my heart and in his I'm sure to just be like oh yeah like our wonderful time together our happy ending isn't here what we did talk about though that you remember 
is that we stay away from each other. So him bringing that back up and calling back to that episode, I think is significant. But also, again, we can understand where Buffy's coming from here. But Angel is so right. Angel's so right. They are here to save Faith's soul. Like, that's what he's here for. And Angel was in the middle of this very delicate process with Faith, right? In getting her to come around from the evil that she's been doing. And the outcome of this could potentially save many more lives, not just Faith's soul. So Buffy coming in here and disturbing that and then being self-righteous and being like, I should have been in the know. You, you went behind my back. It's, it's really annoying. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I struggled with this scene for a different reason, which is because I've never been in a romantic relationship of any kind, let alone one like Buffy and Angel's and, and one that ended like theirs. I had a really hard time just understanding and empathizing with either of them. And that's not that's not a criticism. That's not me saying like, oh, I think this scene's poorly written or I don't agree with either of them, right? I'm just saying as a viewer, it was very difficult for me to put myself in their shoes and imagine what that's like because I've never been in this position of having a knockdown drag out argument or fight like this with an ex. Yeah. And that's really fair. Um, let, let's keep going because there's definitely more to say about what you just said with the relationship. All right. So Buffy says, well, I came because you were in danger. And Angel's like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm in danger every day. You can't looking for vengeance. <laughs> and Buffy says, well, I have a right to it. Angel says, not in my city. So he's claimed all of LA as his city. Very yeah. great. It's Los Angeles. And it's my city. <laughs> she says, well... I have someone in my life now that I love, which has she told Riley she loves him? I know Riley said I love you to Faith and Buffy's body. Yeah, so, 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 so. Buffy says, yeah, like I have someone in my life now that I love. It's not what you and I had. It's very new. And you know what makes it new? I trust him. I know him. And I was like, wow, okay, what the fuck, Buffy? Can we, can we also point out that both Angel and Riley, her two serious relationships, lied to her about who they were yeah absolutely um i don't trust riley i don't trust riley with anything okay here's what makes me mad so i'm mad actually on behalf of riley surprisingly because buffy like you just said buffy has not told riley that she loves him she's using this to throw it in Angel's face that she's moved on because Angel basically told her what's what and said, actually, what I'm doing is trying to save Faith's soul. What you're doing is petty and run by jealousy, but also you're in it for vengeance. And that's, as Oz would say, that is on the empty side, right? Angel's trying to help her. So he's right. And Buffy decides to lash out at him by saying something really hurtful about the fact that she has moved on and she loves somebody else. Well, Buffy, that's not fair to Angel. And it's not fair to Riley because you've never said that to Riley. And he deserves to hear it if you do love him. But using that love and using Riley to rub it in your ex's face is fucking dirty. So poo on you and it's actually also super rich of Buffy to come here seeking vengeance against Faith when again two episodes ago she was banging Riley's body and, and like fucked a poltergeist into existence so like 
the fuck? Yeah, we don't have to bring that up ever again. So, that episode has no relevance to the rest of the series. I, I, I'm just saying, like, Buffy, this is a low blow, not just for your current boyfriend, but for your ex-boyfriend. And I don't blame Angel oh, I, yes. for lashing out at her now for it. That's that's a really good point, And thank you for saying that. Because, again, that did not go through my mind as I watched this because I'm just like, I don't understand this scene at all. But mm-hmm. now that you're explaining it, I'm just like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. So Angel <laughs> says... Oh, that's great. It's nice. You moved on. I can't. <laughs> He's getting sassy. Well, because look what he she's says, doing. He's like, she's being petty ass. He says, you found someone new. I'm not allowed to. I see you again. It cuts me up inside. And the person I share that with is me and my 500,000 Instagram followers on my charcuterie account. <laughs> Good for him. And my emo TikTok. <laughs> Love that for him. <laughs> <laughs> but he says you don't know me anymore this has been so long yeah so don't come down here with your great new life and expect me to do things your way go home and buffy i guess takes him literally because she looks at him for a few more seconds and then she starts walking away and buffy says see faith wins again and angel says go and i told you buffy really Again, they they decided to maybe Buffy and Xander switch bodies for this episode because what the fuck? Um, it's very unlike me to criticize Buffy this harshly. It's very unlike me to not like Buffy. But um, as you're saying, Kara, that like you didn't really understand the scene or the the emotional dynamics of it just because you've never been in this kind of relationship. I've been in relationships, and uh, what Buffy is doing is quite cruel (laughs) in my opinion she's going she's she's going for the gut punch right she's like i want to hurt you because i didn't like what i saw with you in faith but angel is innocent of of that stuff right like he doesn't he doesn't deserve this he doesn't deserve her treatment of him and her hurting him like this especially when it's so true what he says right i can't move on like good for you good for fucking you i can't do that So don't come in here rubbing your nice life in my face and shaming me for helping save someone's soul, right? Like, who are, who the fuck do you think you are? And then to leave and say, I told you so, right? Like, see, faith wins again. It's not about you, (laughs) Buffy. It's not about you. So, yeah, like, I just, I I don't know. I don't, I don't like this episode because... this isn't about this isn't about Angel. This isn't about Buffy and Angel for me because this episode's not supposed to be about them. They're they're over. Buffy has a new boyfriend who apparently she loves, even though she'll only tell Angel it's that. It's about Angel. It's about Faith. It's about Angel saving Faith's soul. So bringing Buffy in here and making it about Angel, I think, is really weird. But they're also showing how these two characters have grown apart, and that's fine. They have their own series. Like they're supposed to grow apart and experience new new things. But sending Buffy back here into Angel's world does not paint her in a good light in this way. And I think that's a shame. And I I know there are people out there who have never watched Buffy and have only watched Angel. Really? Yeah, those people exist. And I would be very curious... I, I I would actually wager money that they don't like Buffy because every time she comes to the show, she's always ragging on him, you know? You, you just blowing my mind. I want to hear from people who've only watched Angel. That's so 
fascinating to me. I'm just saying, like... That's like people who've only ever watched episodes one through three of Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's madness. Just madness. There's, there's people out there that just think differently than us. So Angel's reaction to Buffy leaving is to hit a wall because he's manly and he punches things. And then Wesley shows up. And it's like, are you okay? Read the room, Wesley. He's not. And Angel says, you know, for a taciturn shadowy guy, I've got a big mouth. <laughs> Wesley's like, do you want to go after her? And Angel says, yes. Ugh. But he doesn't because he knows better. Yeah. And Wesley says, I think you did the right thing. Angel's like, do you mean yelling at Buffy? Wesley says, no, the other thing. And Angel says, well, I didn't do it. Faith did it. And Wesley says, yeah, I hope she's strong enough to make it. And then the camera cuts to Faith in her cell, in, in a very spacious jail cell. Mm -hmm. And Wesley says, peace isn't an easy thing to find. But Angel says, she has a chance. Cut to credits. Um, Angel, you better not fucking go follow Buffy and say you're sorry, okay? Because you don't have anything really to be sorry about, honestly. What could possibly happen honestly. in the next episode of Buffy? You not follow Buffy and say I'm sorry for yelling at you when Buffy should be the one to be like you know what I overstepped over here <laughs> I took this to a really weird level about you and me that it didn't need to go to but uh you know whatever I guess we'll have to wait and see um who's your hero Cordelia I'm not surprised <laughs> she GTFO'd yep. Cordelia is the only person in this episode who does everything right Right? She's literally like, wow, I don't need to be around this. So Sometimes taking yourself out of a toxic situation is the most mature thing of all. Yeah, we learned that from Tara in the last episode. So it's so true. My hero is obviously Angel. Um, shirtless yeah, Angel. Fair. Angel with his shirt oh open. Suit Angel. All the angels in all this right. episode. Um, but they, honestly, Kara, like, he did it. He saved her soul. He saved Faith. Like She turned herself well... in. Her. His his belief in her, his compassion for her, made all the difference, and I think that's heroic. <sighs> Swoon for Angel, he did really good in this episode. Buffy, <laughs> I've got some words for you. We we got we got things to talk about in the next episode for sure. All right, well, thank you for coming with us on this journey back to LA, our listeners. Uh, we don't have any hot stakes for you today. We'll take a little break from the hot stakes, but we'll be back with some more next week for sure. So uh, let's just thank our Buy Me a Coffee supporters. We appreciate all the support you give us, especially our chosen ones. Lizzie. Emma. Hannah. Tisa. Alexandra. Kyle. Kayla. Destiny. Brady. Erica. Justine. Allison. Lena. Chase. Julian. Haley. Nicola. Tasha. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll miss you, Angel. We're back to Sunnydale next week. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Thanks for listening to Prophecy Girls. If you want and can afford to donate, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash prophecygirls for one-time and monthly options. We appreciate all of your support, even if it's just spreading the word about us or enjoying our show week by week. We also invite you to join in the discussion by messaging us on our social media channels. Follow us at Prophecy Girls Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and prophecy underscore girls on Twitter. You can also email us at prophecygirlspodcast at gmail.com or visit our website, prophecygirls.ca, where you can find the link to our Discord. Praise Moloch! See you next week!